Well, welcome to the Situation Report for April 3rd, 2023. It's Lieutenant Colonel Murray. The Trump saga continues. And uh, I got another call this weekend from Yosemite Sam, which I thought was priceless. Again, doesn't leave his name. I have no idea who it is. Don't recognize the number. It's from an area code I would never uh, call. So, but the feedback was... It's goddamn good situation report. Okay, thanks. Great. Okay, it's, it's kind of similar to the situation that's going on right now across the country. This this Trump thing is noise. That's all it is. Noise and distraction. The the feds came out and announced FedNow, which is the the Federal Reserve transaction system on the back end of the digital currency. And I didn't see it. I looked for it, but I didn't see it. And Glenn Beck talked about they rolled out the digital dollar in beta. Now, I didn't see that, but I looked for it. And if it's true, that's significant. And that would explain why all this Trump nonsense is showing up. And it also explains why they're distracting everybody away from the current situation and focusing on the Trump situation, because again, it's, it's noise that everybody's paying attention to. And Rick Bossy did an interview. I think it was at the end of the week last week where he talked about how this is predictive programming to prepare the public for the arrest of other key players like Biden and some of the rest. Look, I like Rick Bossy, but this is where we depart on opinion. I don't believe any of that. I think this is this is yet another attempt. And again, the Clinton Hillary Clinton is behind every bit of this. I don't care what anybody has to say. This has Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama written all over it via Eric Holder and the rest of the malcontents like Andrew Weisberg, Weisbaum or whatever, Wiseman or whatever his name is. I think it's Andrew Wiseman. And this has their signature all over it. Just because they're using a useful idiot in the DA's office does not mean they are not behind this. This has their signature all over it. This literally is one of the the dumbest and pettiest things I think I've ever seen in, in the history of, of politics and the history of this country. But literally nothing surprises me now. Nothing. And... The, the 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 longer this goes on, the crazier it's going to get. And really, they need the bigger distractions now to distract you away from the fact that everything around you is crumbling at your feet. And it's crumbling at a pace that is speeding up their pace. And it's a race to see if they can get the control system put in place before everything collapses. Look, they're not going to do it. It's not going to happen. And even if they do get it in place, it's not going to last long. And since since all of this started, it literally it has brought out the hopium, the doom porn, and all the pundits that go with it. I'll start with the hopium. So I I quote bioclandestine stuff a lot because. Sometimes it's a unique point of view. Sometimes it's 
downright dangerous. Sometimes it's just ludicrous and sometimes it's entertaining. But right now, it's just downright dangerous. When you when you start saying things like Xi and Putin are working together to destroy the deep state with no evidence whatsoever, and you dismiss all of the other indicators and warnings around you, and you stop paying attention to the things that are actually happening that refute that, then it becomes dangerous. And I'll give you a case in point. The Chinese own the major food production facilities in this country. And they are not burning down food production and the the food production that's burning down, those plants are not Chinese-owned. And at the same time, the Chinese have gone around and bought property next to almost every single military base in this country. At the same time that's going on, they're moving military-age Chinese males into this country at an alarming rate. They're moving military-age males across the border, about 10,000 a month. I've heard 10,000 a week, 10,000 a month, regardless of that. All of those actions refute everything that he's putting out right now, everything, to the point where it's almost comical that he could say that with a straight face because everything in their actions refutes everything he's saying, literally. And some other significant moves today and and over the weekend that people aren't even paying attention to because of Trump is the fact that you have Indonesia that's moving away from the dollar now. You have Mexico that stated they're they're contemplating moving away from the dollar. You have a number of countries right now outside of the BRICS nations that are moving to the BRICS apparatus and moving away from the dollar. That's significant. That affects the value of the dollar. That affects our standard of living. You would think that people would be paying attention to that, but in fact, they're not. And most importantly, they don't even care. What's interesting about that is these things will affect your livelihood. But again, when you listen to the mainstream media, it is literally designed to keep you distracted, agitated, and emotional. Now, over the weekend, I listened to a Sean Ryan interview with a CIA. Um, what was he? He was a CIA, former CIA. Um, let's see, former CIA. Let's see here. Yeah, former CIA guy. And it's a two-part series. And what's interesting about it is I only listened to part one. But they don't talk about the pandemic. They don't talk about any of the vaccine or vaccine injuries or any of that. They don't talk about China's involvement in the pandemic at all. All they talk about is China's moves in the world and how he sees how he sees the world. But what was striking about the interview is that he... clearly understands human behavior. He was clearly trained in human behavior and how to manipulate people and how to predict people's activity. 
And when you take that away from one CIA agent, you look at the bigger picture. It explains why there's so many CIA and FBI and probably NSA working for social media, specifically Twitter, YouTube, Google, Facebook. They're intelligence operations. And he doesn't talk about any of that. He just talks about, of course, it's on YouTube, so it's plutonium if you talk about that. But at the same time, you gotta you got to look at the bigger picture. And he does a very good job of painting the agency in a good light, like all good CIA agents. And, and the part that gets under my, my skin about it is that the CIA and the FBI are heavily involved in censorship, heavily involved in messaging and propaganda, as well as all the other nefarious activities that were going on in suppression of news, suppression of information via social media. And there's no fucking way that anybody should be painting that in good light, especially somebody that left the agency and somebody that's talking about, I'm going to leave the U.S. if things turn to shit and go to Europe. Europe's going to be worse off. Europe is worse off right now. All of that's horseshit. And the, the the piece that was the biggest takeaway for me is how he was painting the CIA in a good light. And it just made my blood boil. But it's yet another example of how we have normalized the censorship, the filtering information, and the, the blatant propaganda that's being fed to us every single day. And now we have people in our own community that are spreading just irresponsible information based off their happy view of the world. None of that is good for anybody. It is just, first of all, it's hopium. And second of all, it's dangerous because it gets people to believe that Everything is being handled in the back end, which which there is no indicators of any of that happening right now. There's a lot of there's a lot of conjecture and there's a lot of um, hopium being spread by people, one of which is 107. Somebody sent me an interview. Actually, they sent me several interviews. I only listened about five minutes to one of them. And he's he's literally making the circuit, telling everybody that all of these congressional hearings are going to end up with um, some kind of criminal referral. Okay. Again, I say, who is going to roll these people up? And they're not talking about any of the oligarchs. The problem with the system we have is there's no checks and balances for the oligarchs. Who's going to roll them up? Nobody's going to roll them up. And then he's talking about, again, military tribunals. Who's going to hold the military tribunal? The Secretary of Defense himself has already proven that he's a traitor to this country by the vaccine mandates. And you're telling me this guy's going to authorize military tribunals? And that the entire JAG Corps is going to go outside of the military chain of command, and they're going to hold military tribunals around Austin. It's not good. That doesn't work that way. The JAG Corps and the military justice system does not go outside of the Secretary of Defense. It's not set up that way. It doesn't work that way. And no amount of BS 
is going to will it into, into existence. That's the kind of irresponsible crap that's being pushed out right now. And every bit of it's irresponsible. But that's the stuff people are listening to. Nobody's looking to see if anything I talked about related to Fed now is actually occurring. But it's significant that the Fed is, is announcing that right now. It's significant because it means they're setting conditions to collapse the economy and usher in a digital currency, e.g. the social scoring system. This is the Fed. This is not Jerome Powell working against Europe, the Europeans. This is the Fed. And Jerome Powell's also said that he's going to issue, he wants to issue a digital dollar. All of that's significant, along with the fact that you have nations moving to BRICS. All of this is happening concurrently. None of it has anything to do with Trump. And Trump is not significant in the grander scheme of things right now. But that's the game that they're playing to keep you completely enamored with the news cycle and what's going on with him. I don't care what's happening with him. I really don't. The fact that they have normalized to the population through predictive programming, that the arrest of a former president is okay, is significant. The fact that they actually do it is not significant. The fact that there's a preponderance of people that think it's completely okay for them to arrest Trump. That is more than significant. People should be in the streets burning the cities to the ground right now if this was significant. But it's not, and they're not doing it. There's more media people on the streets of New York right now than there are civilians. That should tell you everything you need to know. When Joe Altman and I talked about this months and months ago, back in November when he wanted to do his his protest around Thanksgiving, I said the same thing then that I must say right now. Every one of these events is a referendum on the American people. It's a referendum on American resolve. And in every case, it always ends up the same. Things come, things go with a whimper. And this is going to be the same thing. There's going to be a bunch of memes and a bunch of BS but at the end of the day, nothing's going to happen. The significant case was the meme case last week where they actually indicted um, somebody for memes. That's significant because it means they've set legal precedent now to go after people for means they memes that they literally consider hate speech without any definition. It's unprecedented in our history. It doesn't matter if it's overturned because... The precedent has been set, and it will probably go all the way to the Supreme Court. But by the time that happens, it will have arrested thousands of people. And again, Americans are blissfully unaware. I spent the weekend in Seattle, and I was, I was literally shocked at how blissfully unaware people are. And I was blissfully, or I was, I was, you know, and they're blissfully naive. They all, literally the conversation was about Roe v. Wade. Why does anybody care about Roe v. Wade? I mean, seriously. The The left is still melted down over Roe v. Wade. They're, literally, I was, sitting in a, I was sitting in a restaurant listening to a bunch of blue hairs next to me talking about literally how other states are 
It's an existential crisis that other states are denying women the ability to have an abortion. And I'm thinking to myself, you are blissfully unaware of what's going on around you. You're so wrapped up in all this virtue signaling nonsense that you have completely lost perspective on the bigger picture. And then there was another group that was talking about Trump and why Trump needed to be arrested. Well, you people are morons. You literally have forgotten any kind of critical thinking about anything. But the the thing that struck me the most, especially about Seattle, is that the homeless problem is an epidemic. There are tents that line the freeways there. Literally, Olympia line the freeways. And everybody's completely okay with it. I was shocked. Shocked that nobody was even talking about that. They were more wrapped up in Roe v. Wade. But that, in a nutshell, shows you how checked out most of America is. Now, I've been trying to get um, DJ Shipley and Travis Haley to come on the show. Travis Haley's here in um, in Arizona. He run, He owns Haley Strategic, which is a lot of tactical gear that uh, most of the special forces community and a lot of the um, regular forces use. And he's a former Marine. Uh, I think he's force recon and DJ Shipley was, I think he's a former seal and neither one of them even knew what telegram was or rumble. That's a loud statement. Most of the country is still operating off of YouTube, off of Instagram, off of Facebook and Snapchat, and most of them are on TikTok. Now, what's significant that's going on right now that, again, nobody's talking about is the TikTok bill. That's literally Patriot Act 2.0 that's being discussed right now in committee. And the meat of the act is they want to do away with VPNs. They want to have complete control of the internet so that they can literally restrict and cut you off when they want, how they want, and monitor you all the time. And people are more mad about the fact that they want to do away with TikTok than the fact that they want to do away with virtual private networks. And if you understand how VPNs work, VPNs are point-to-point connections that are encrypted. And you go to a VPN server and then you browse the internet, and it's completely, completely anonymous. Right? And it's hard to detect. It's actually hard to monitor. For them to do away with that, and that to be moved from committee to the floor, that's a big deal. But again, it's going to be Trump in the news cycle for the next week. So nobody's paying attention to what's going on with the currency. Nobody's paying attention to what's going on with any of the train derailments, which again, there was more derailments over the weekend. Nobody's paying attention to the digital dollar. Nobody's paying attention to anything that's coming out of Congress. Have you noticed that every time they get ready to pass a major piece of legislation that's going to completely screw the American people, there's always some major drama that happens right in the news cycle, right at the right time when they're getting ready to vote. At the same time, all of that was going on. I saw a town hall with Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi talking about how Republicans are destroying their democracy. Anytime those two hands talk about their democracy, what they're really talking about is 
we need to keep the control system in Washington, D.C. in place. Otherwise, we're going to be hung for treason. And we're going to pull out all the stops now because we're losing control of the narrative and people are starting to wake up to the fact that we're hardcore criminals and we run crime families. Now, everybody's awake to that. It's just they don't know the depth of your crimes yet. And when that comes out, you will be hung. Usually for probably for crimes against humanity and for treason and probably both at the same time. What you're seeing is, like I said before, when control freaks feel like they're out of control, they try and exert more control. This is a race to the collapse. They need to get all this in place before everything collapses. They're using Trump as a scapegoat right now to deflect away from the fact that everything under their feet is literally crumbling and falling apart. And I can't help but that, that, that think that China is a major architect of the narratives around this with the help of the CIA. Because China is the only one that benefits from this. China is the only one that benefits from a weakened U.S. And China is the only one that benefits from having control of our resources. And they have complete control of most of the resources in the country, thanks to the Clintons, thanks to the Pelosi's, thanks to Mitch McConnell, thanks to Lindsey Graham, thanks to Mitt Romney. And the list goes on and on and on. These people that are still in the news are the ones that are absolutely behind the scenes screwing you over right now. And then on top of that, the IRS is starting more and more enforcement. I got a note in the mail today, $3,600 bill because I filed my taxes late last year for my business. Never mind that I paid them, you know, a significant amount of money last year for taxes. No, they're still charging me more. Do you think that's going to stop? They still are funding those 87,000 IRS agents. And see, this is how the games play. They, they do all these smoke and mirrors in the mainstream media. So you pay attention to that. And it's just like what the left does when they take over a state. They come in and they take over all the key positions at the lower levels. And then they swing an election into the, to the blue side. And then after that, they slowly take over the majority and then they keep the token amount of the opposite party in place. So it looks like it's a close election, but the reality is they've seized control and institutionalized cheating. So they never lose control, which is exactly what they're trying to do right now. They're trying to swing the pendulum. So the IRS has complete control and no matter what you do to, to pay them off and placate them, they will find a reason to seize your property whether it's an unpaid tax bill, whether it's late taxes, whether it's not enough taxes, they will find a reason. They literally levied me uh, a, an assessment of almost $9,000 last year because I was moving and missed a W-2 for a bonus I got, and they literally came after me two years later, and they assessed me a $2,400 penalty for it. What do you think is going to happen to a regular family? that is short on their taxes and they have to pay a $90,000 penalty because of the interest that's paid and the penalty because they missed $2 on their tax return. Where do you think all this is going? That's where this is going. And again, Americans are blissfully unaware. I mean, it's easy to see why the elite don't have any respect on the average person because they're completely checked out and enamored with things that have no bearing on their lives whatsoever. And that's literally what we're seeing right now. People are so enamored with Trump. Why? He's been out of office two years. All he does is prattle on about witch hunts and bullshit that nobody gives a shit about. 
if they cared about it, they'd be in the streets, but they don't. They bitch about it. They make memes, but nobody really does anything. It's easy to see why the elite think we're stupid. Because the things that we pay attention to are so superficial, they're not even important, even in an imaginary world. That's why they continue to do what they do. And now they're doing it above board to basically say, screw you, what are you going to do about it? And everybody's like, oh, it's okay. Things will come back the other way. No, they won't. The only way this stops is one way now. This doesn't end any other way. It only ends one way. And if you can't see that from what's going on with this Trump nonsense, then you have completely missed the message. Everything that's associated with that is white noise. Everything that's going on behind the scenes and the people running away from the train wreck, those are the people you need to be watching. What are they doing? Case in point, why was Obama in Australia right around the time of their election? Why was any of the MPs in Australia going to China for any reason? Nope, it's not important. Stop watching TV. Stop listening to mainstream media. Stop listening to the Hopium or the Doom Prophets. Like one of the things I heard today was somebody posted, uh, let's see, the BBC was reporting that there's going to be a nuclear war. Okay. What are you going to do about that? I mean, seriously, what are you going to do about it? Because if there's a nuclear war, number one, you're not going to know until the bombs are hitting. And do you really want to live through that? I don't. So why worry about it? But again, there's always got to be a boogeyman. They've always got to make sure that you're paying attention to the boogeyman. And they have to make sure that everything you do is a result of the fear that they're spreading. So is there some point in there where you disconnect from that and you go, every week there's going to be something to be scared of. I need to stop paying attention to that. And I probably heard 15 conversations over the weekend that were all fear-based. And that's in addition to literally seeing a mountain of virtue signaling, quote-unquote, trans people, a mountain of beta cucks walking around Washington Two of them, I told them to get their man cards back. My God. What is with the fanny packs and the man purses? What is that all about? Guy walking around with a purse. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I literally said, looked at this guy I go, really? You're carrying a purse. It's a small backpack. No, it's a purse. Looks like a purse. Get your man card back. Go find it. You lost it somewhere. I know you can find it. That's, that is the result of an effective information operations campaign right there. And this conversation, the other conversation I heard, which made my blood boil, was just because I haven't had the transgender surgery doesn't mean that I'm not transgender. I could still have my male parts and be a female. And there's other genders. Really, what would those be? My God. I, and people with double masks on. A dude walking around outside, 
two masks. And it wasn't just one. It was a bunch of people with two masks on. And I just I just have to sit there and shake my head and go, we've lost our minds. And then I realize that these people are blissfully unaware and happy to be in the system. You know, like Morpheus said, there's people so dependent on the system, they'll fight to preserve it. We're seeing it real time right now. And I once I disconnected from it and I realized that these people aren't going to make it through the transition, fine, that was good. But I disconnected from the news cycle this weekend because it's all it's all nonsense. There's not one thing in the news cycle. Like, case in point, Ukraine. I've had probably a dozen or half a dozen emails just in the last day about my sit rep Friday talking about um, Ukraine. Here's the deal with Ukraine. No one knows what the real ground truth is. If I watch Russian propaganda, the Russians are winning. If I go off of what I heard Friday which or Saturday, which is the Russians have taken Bakhmut, that's significant, and I've said it's significant. If I go off of what's being said in the mainstream media, then Ukraine is kicking ass and you, the Russians are on their heels. If I listen to alternative media, the Russians are slowly consolidating power. If I listen to the people that are talking to me in the system, they're saying that the, the situation on the ground is the Russians are bleeding the Ukrainians dry and they're doing it with standoff weapons. Okay, I buy that, but that doesn't mean it's true. That just means that's what I'm, the, the, the information that I'm buying into. But it doesn't mean it's true. And I don't think anybody really has a picture of what's going on there except for the Russians, the Ukrainians, and the American um, intelligence community. I don't think anybody really has a ground truth. And we won't know what's really going on until the media is forced to say the Russians are in Kiev, which I don't think they're going to move into Kiev anyway. I think they're going to strangle Kiev, and I think they're going to starve it out. And then they're going to hang Zelensky. But who knows? I do know the Russians are training 750,000 troops, and when they come online, you're going to see some movement. How, when, why, don't know. But I think it's a matter of weeks. And I think it's before they can bring the, the 60,000 Ukrainians into the fight. But if you watch the videos and you see all the, the drone videos, the, the Ukrainians are not winning that fight. But stranger things have happened. I know I don't believe anything from the mainstream media because they have staged so many bullshit stories that turned out to be false that I wouldn't buy one thing they say. And I think if you're watching the mainstream media for anything right now, you're a moron. They are blatantly lying to you. And that is that is a fact you can take to the bank. The next four days are going to be all about Trump and Trump's indictment and all that nonsense. It's all noise. They have set up the narrative for the next three weeks. And I can tell you, after tonight, I'm not paying attention to it because I don't care what happens. It's noise. I'm watching the economy. I'm watching the shift from the dollar. I'm watching the digital currency. I'm watching what's going on in Ukraine. I'm watching what's going on with train derailments. And I'm watching what's going on with the vaccines and the vaccine deaths. That's what I'm watching. I suggest you do the same. Disconnect from the BS. Go live your life and enjoy life. And tonight I'm going to stick with the hair bands. And I'm going to play one of the quintessential hair bands from the 80s that actually 
they still have their churning hits. This uh these guys came around, I think it was 81 or 82 they came around, right around the time Triumph came out. But these guys were like they were mega hit like uh, Def Leppard. This is uh wanna play Night Ranger and this is uh Sister Christian. This is uh probably this is one of their biggest hits. Um I mean you you've seen it in Rock of Ages, you've seen it in a dozen movies. And uh it's it's the one that uh Night Ranger is known for, is Sister Christian. So this is Night Ranger, Sister Christian, and uh disconnect. God bless. One team, one fight.
your motor head. 